0: Yo, yo, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the B-Team Ballers podcast. Um, I'm Rick. Back again for another week. Um, this week we kind of got into, you know, our week three recap for the NFL. Uh, went over game by game how we did last week. Um, Getting to our week four predictions. Um, I was able to get Jordy on the pod this week, so, uh, you know, it won't be as dry as it was last week. Um I'll be just talking to myself Love somebody else on to, uh, you know, go back and forth with. Um, We also went to our first NFL game, so we talked about that a little bit. Um, What a, what an experience. Um, Definitely, I mean, for me, I'm not a Giants fan. We went to Giants Stadium, so it wasn't the ultimate fan experience, I guess you could say, but, you know, as a fan of a different team, going to the stadium and just being there and getting to experience the tailgating and seeing an actual NFL stadium for the first time, it it was really awesome. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, at the end, I go on a little bit of a rant. Um, I'm in a bunch of fantasy football leagues and I've had a rough start to my season to say the least. So I go on a little bit of a rant about my experiences trading this year um, what a nightmare that has been, uh, so yeah, just some fun little, me going on a tiny little rant at the end of the pod, so stay tuned for that, but, um, yeah, it's not, uh, not the, uh, biggest, biggest surprise that, uh, you know, we, we aren't doing too great in our pool, we're not doing the worst, but, you know, we are, uh, we're in a plateau, we're, uh, eight and eight, Um, last week, you know, just, just having some struggles, picking some teams, you know, we're we're doing well through certain windows and then we'll come to like, like this past week, we just had a window where we fell apart. So it's, it's a struggle. Um, it's only week three going into week four. So it's, we're still trying to put it together. We weren't able to talk last week. So we definitely think that impacted our uh, results a little bit. So hopefully, um, for week four, us getting on and being able to, uh, you know, go, go, um, go fully into it. will uh, it'll, hopefully it'll show some impact in our results for week four. Maybe it won't, maybe we'll still suck and we'll still be sitting and eight or worse, but hey, you know, we're, we're giving it a try. So, uh, hope you like the pod, um, like it, let me know, feedback, anything you guys got for me, um. My audio is a little choppy on the uh, recap and the predictions. Um, I tried something new with my audio. It didn't work too well, so I won't be doing that going forward. But, uh, you know, just uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoy, and we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Thank you. All right, guys, so I'm back here for another episode. We've uh, got Jordy here again. Howdy, y'all. Um, this week was uh, kind of a, a doozy for us. Um, we had a wild, wild Sunday. And a wild, wild Sunday out in uh, New Jersey. I always want to say New York, but it's technically New Jersey. Um, we went to our first football game, man. I had a blast. Dude, same man. Um, you know... Getting up four four thirty in the morning was was fun. Hey, it's another another day for me. Yeah, I hear you. Um, just a normal time for you. But uh dude, honestly the ride wasn't bad in. I highly suggest anybody who is going to a Giants game from the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, get there for when the gates open. Yeah, we're, we didn't wait at all. Except no. for the gates to open. Yeah, I think we got there at, uh, I think we pulled up 7.56, gates opened at 8, uh, so we sat in line for four minutes. And, and we got right in. Pulled right up to, uh, met up with uh, two to, uh, Jordy's buddies. Um, yeah, next time, got to get three parking passes so we can just tailgate in between. Yes, we learned that. That was, uh, people just kept coming. Even once the parking lot was full, people just kept coming. (laughs) (laughs) Almost lost Um, a cornhole board. Oh man, I feel bad for that guy. His (laughs) cornhole board got crunched. This car just ran that shit right over. Um. But yeah, um, stadium uh, blew away my. I never didn't really have any. Didn't know what to expect from an NFL stadium. You know, I kind of just thought it'd be like you know any other arena. I but, thought uh, the same thing. It kind of blew me away. I'm not going to lie. Not a bad seat in that place. We were up in the nosebleeds. Maybe, what, five, ten rows only higher up than we were? Yeah. But we were still or, great or seats. Man, I could see everything. I, honestly, we were talking about it at the game. I, I honestly don't know if I would have preferred to sit lower. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have. I, I liked being able to watch the plays progress and – Play out. Yeah, it was cool and like, you know, for it was a sunny seventy degree day and we had shade for three the first three quarters of the game. comfort, beautiful day, nice cool breeze. And uh, uh got said, to watch the Giants defense blow all their coverages. <laughs> yeah, that was the unfortunate part was uh, the Giants choked it out, um in typical New York second, fashion. For the second week in a row, yeah. They didn't uh it looked good against Washington and just gave it away at the end. And I know it was the same thing, but yeah, I, uh, you know, it was a really great time. Um, tailgating was, that was an experience as well. I did not realize how all out people went for that shit. Oh yeah. People had full grills, man. Like basically like 4th of July in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. literally, man. it was, <laughs> it was insane. So, um, you know, shout out to the Giants stadium for making my first uh, experience, even though the Giants lost and I was rooting for the Giants. But um, it was it was awesome. Um, so I definitely can't wait to go back there. Oh, yeah. Um, the r- ride home was miserable. Um, I definitely don't really know how you can get around that, though, unless you stay somewhere close by. Yeah, that's the only way. My buddies left, what, an hour, hour and a half before us. We ended up getting back around the same time. Yeah, see that's so that was the only negative to it. But I mean, can't not really do about that. Getting over to Bridge, coming back to Connecticut is a bitch. Can you say? That's all you can. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was uh, our Sunday. We were uh, couldn't really follow too much fantasy at one o'clock. You know, no, not service was spotty in the stadium. So, you know, every once in a while we were able to check in on our fantasy teams. But, uh, you know, I couldn't really watch too much football or follow fantasy um, for 1 o'clock. I mean, once the game ended and we got out to the parking lot, we were able to check in on the red zone and stuff. So that was cool. Um, But, uh, yeah, ultimately it was – didn't even care about my fantasy team. That whole experience for me was just – it was breathtaking, man. And I'm not even a Giants fan, so I could only imagine as a Giants fan how awesome it was. So uh, It was a great thing to see. would have been better if they won, but just being there, great experience. Yeah, though we always would have been uh, always better if the team wins, but uh, you know, at least it was a close game and they were not yeah. getting blown out. So, I mean... Uh, to me, know that guy. makes the heartbreak hurt a little less. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, you know, some of the fans at the stadium in our section were. We had that one guy in front of us with the with uh, Giants jersey who was just flipping out the whole fucking game. And, <laughs> and then we, we had, had that the, guy from the straight from the Jersey <laughs> Shore. Yeah, the Paulie D without the hair. And uh, <laughs> fist pumping and falling over rails. Yeah, seventy degrees. This dude's in a velvet jumpsuit, red velvet jumpsuit. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was a. Uh, it was a great day for uh, me. I I know you had a great day, man. So. Oh yeah. But uh, moving on from that, we'll uh get into week three or week three recap. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the worst week. It definitely wasn't the best week. Um, we lost every single four o'clock game there was. Um. The Bucks, the Jets, the Raiders, and the Seahawks all cost us big time at four o'clock. Otherwise, we're probably looking at a pretty good week, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. was. I mean, are... you can blame me for the Jets, but yeah, I mean, you know, we wish we learned. We learned. I said it multiple times on the podcast last week, and then we took the Jets anyway. Um, <laughs> and I, I just we won't be taking the Jets going forward, and. I just, I don't care what they're getting. I really don't. They put up zero points against Denver. And Denver's, I don't think, yeah, Denver's not the best team. So, I mean, they could run the ball. They got Melvin Gordon. But, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's average. He's not nothing special. Yeah. They even have a great game. And they still got beat. I think 26 is it. So, uh, that tells me everything I need to know about the Jets. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, started off. Um, on week three, going back through it, yeah, uh, picked Carolina. We finally got a Thursday night win, man. So um, getting that Thursday night win was pretty big. I mean, it's only been three weeks. Yeah, but we were rowing 2 So it's nice just to come out, start a week off 1-0 and 0 for once instead of 0-1. Didn't really help us in the long run, but it was a nice start, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then moving on, we took Washington. Um, they unfortunately lost. Um, I'm not really I, going back. I don't really remember why we were so confident in the football team. Are we just not con? Did the Bills just not show us anything yet? Or I mean, the Bills are iffy. Like they. It all depends on if Josh Allen can, you know, throw the ball. Because yeah, he doesn't like to do that all the time. No, um, you're right. Um, but he, he did he did on Sunday, and he tore Washington up. So Yeah. Um, might have to – I don't think Washington's defense is as good as everybody thought going into the year either. I think, I think they're they kinda, have some injuries, if I'm mistaken, or not mistaken. I'm not sure on that. You could be right. But I just – they haven't shown much of anything. Um, so I might have to be a little bit more hesitant. I mean, their offenses look decent, even with the, the new quarterback, Taylor Heineke. Uh, their defense is just giving up. I mean, they gave up what twenty, twenty six. What they What did they give up to the Giants? A so lot. The Giants, they gave, I don't know. Give up a lot last week to the Giants, and as we saw firsthand on Sunday, the Giants' offense ain't that great. So, no, they're not. We got to watch Washington going forward. They're interesting. To um, so Cleveland, um, the Josh or Justin Fields experience. I don't know why I so said, Josh. Justin Fields' experience did not go well in his first start. I mean, there's a reason why they didn't start him in the first place, and that's exactly what it is. I, I kind of agree. You know, there was a big, everybody's making a big deal about the game plan, which I think did have a little bit to do with it. But I, I, like you said, I, there's a reason they weren't starting him. To if someone's with. not ready, they're not ready. It's, you can't yeah. really change that can't just throw them in and expect them to be uh, ready to go. Um, so I agree with you there. I'm happy we took Cleveland. They kind of they kind of rolled Chicago. Chicago's mm-hmm. Chicago's an interesting team because now we don't know who they're going to be starting at quarterback next week. So Either way, it's not that good of an option they got. I agree. Um, but, you know, you like Nick Foles, so if they go with Nick Foles. <laughs> I'm going to have <laughs> to pick him. Might be interesting to watch. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, next, we took uh, Baltimore, who, you know, this Detroit team's been playing teams really, really good. They played Baltimore really, really good. Baltimore squeezed out a victory, but they didn't cover. So, Baltimore gave us an L on the week. Um, what do you think about that? Anything? I didn't even get Baltimore? to watch the game, so. <laughs> me, me neither. Really, I was a little preoccupied. Yeah, I didn't get this one. I didn't get to watch. I was kind of. I'm not really sure why it was so close, but uh, probably because you know, of Swift. Yeah, he's really good. That that guy is really good. Um, when whether he's running or catching, it, he's a problem. So, uh, so yeah, not not really too much to say about that game. Um, Tennessee, Indy. This is the game I switched. You liked Indy. I uh, I had a feeling Tennessee was just gonna roll. Um, Even with Carson Wentz playing last minute when uh, we recorded last week, I did not think he was going to play. I think we talked about the backups. But Carson Wentz ended up playing, and I I think that ended up benefiting us because I don't think Carson Wentz is very good at this point. I'll still take Nick Foles over him any day. (sighs) Yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. Um, Casey... We were talking about this at, at the Giants game. We should have took KC. Or we should not have taken KC. Yeah. They're, I think, 1-12 in 12 now in their last 11, 13 games and covering. So we we probably should, any big spreads, not go with Kansas City. But yeah, they're kind of like the Steelers. They play every game close, but they don't cover if it's a big spread. Yeah, you're, and it's weird because, you know, their offense is one of the best in football, but their defense is terrible. I mean, when you come out with the same office you did the year prior, it's, or the two years prior, meaning Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, teams are going to catch on and figure out how to stop you. Yeah, and that's you're, – you're right. And that's really – that is the offense. Like, they have all these other guys, but they're third, fourth, fifth options. Like, they're – teams aren't scared of being beat by those guys. So – Yeah. Um, up next we took New Orleans. Um, they beat up on the Patriots. This is one of those games where last week going in, you know, we didn't know if New Orleans was good or bad. They had one good game, one bad game. Um, same thing with the Patriots. Yeah, and I think we just, I mean, at this point we've talked about it a couple times. The rookie quarterbacks we don't trust right now. We can't. They gotta prove it to us. Like last year, I feel like the rookies were much better. Um, they were proven a lot more. This year, I feel like there a lot of them are struggling um, out the gate. I don't know if that's COVID related or just the NFL is getting harder. I don't know. Um, not an expert, but it, it it's is just such a drastic I, change from college to the NFL. Yeah, it's like playing Alabama every week. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah, so. Anyway, we'll move on. (laughs) Um, Up next, yeah, this was the game we were at, the Giants-Atlanta game. Um, Giants, you know, were given two and a half. It looked like they were going to win by a field goal. Everything was lining up, and then, you know, the Giants went full-blown Giants, and Atlanta comes down, runs a two-minute drill, kicks a field goal, and breaks our hearts. So, Talked about that a little bit. Uh, kind of sucked. That's all I got about that one. I mean, if I wasn't at the game, I probably wanted to pick the Giants, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I like the pick. I mean, the whole game, the Giants kind of had the, the advantage in the game, and then it wasn't until the end where they lost it. So, I mean, when you lose your your best linebacker in this, what, second, first, at least the first drive of the game, just yeah, really running for a year too—that's yeah. that's that's killing. And they lost to, like their whole receiving core. Like yep. Shepherd went out halfway through the game. Yeah, and Slayton—they lost Slayton in the first quarter. So he was—that's those are your weapons. So I mean, yeah, I mean Saquon looked good for the first time. Yeah, that's that's a plus because they had nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah, <laughs> he went positive. Evan Ingram dropped four balls, so you know that's no, well, that's typical. Evan Ingram being Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. But, you know, get that one drop right at the end of the game. Um, ball hits him in the hands and just goes right through his legs. And then he's just looking like an idiot out there. Yeah. So. But, yeah, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll stop the sob story and move on to uh, <laughs> a team we really liked and a team who looks really, really good. Um, the Bengals, you know, they beat Pittsburgh on the field. Pittsburgh was given four and a half. We took the Bengals, we thought they could win the game. I thought they would lose by a field goal, I won't lie, but they won on the field. Listen, I'm not going to say the Bengals are good, but the Bengals are pretty damn good. You know, I I was saying last week their offense is really, really good as long as Joe Burrow's healthy. Um, But the thing that's surprising me is their defense. And again, this could be Pittsburgh's offense really just is terrible. Because they have looked it through three weeks, but the Bengals' defense looked really, really good last week, or this past was Sunday. So, you know, that could be a they could be a team to beat. They could be somebody very somebody you're not expecting to be there, come the end of the season. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. Very possibly um, they, can be a a playoff team, not just a wild card team, but a playoff team. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I like Joe Burrow, so hopefully he continues to get better. And their receiving core is really, really good. So yeah, and I like Joe Mixon too. So let me not forget Joe Mixon. I don't know where he came from, but he's putting on a show this year. Yeah, he's he's been really good. Um. Yeah, we like Cincinnati. I think we'll probably pick him for Thursday night. But we have next. We got another W from Arizona. Ended the 1 o'clock games. This game scared me early on because I think Jacksonville, um, they returned that missed field goal right before the half. Yeah, yeah, they and did. I remember we were at the game. I looked at the scoreboard and was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, um, they showed a highlight on, in the stadium. We were like, okay, that might not be good. This, this isn't good. Um, then Arizona came out in the second half. And and- business. Uh, the only highlight for Jacksonville. I mean, that. that's what you get when you attempt a 68-yard field goal. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, and it was pretty close, don't get me wrong, but it's still a 68-yard game. Like, Come on, what are we doing here? I mean, um, no Justin Tucker, come on. Yeah, and then he went on. It's funny, because Matt Prater has the record, and he tried to break his own record, and then a little bit later on in the day, or not even in the day, like literally like a few minutes later, um, Justin Tucker comes out and does break Matt Prater's record, so it was just a wild day for kickers in the NFL. My best player on my fantasy team. True that. (laughs) Um, He's one of the best players on one of mine, so well, it's been a rough few weeks for me in fantasy, but... Yeah, um, it's it's a love-hate relationship right now for me. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, Jacksonville doesn't really have anything, man. James Robinson, they finally gave him the ball. He looks like he did last year, but... Trevor Lawrence, like all the other rookie quarterbacks, is struggling. So we'll see. To me, um, that's not his fault. That's he's got no offensive line to protect him. No, same thing, right. like same thing, like Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones had an offensive line around him, the Giants would not be as bad as they are, and he wouldn't have as many fumbles as he does. That's true, and you're seeing it this year because the Giants' offensive line is protecting him a little bit better, and he's having his best year. So mm-hmm. Giants aren't playing that great right now, but Daniel Jones is at least looking like an NFL quarterback this year. Uh, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, up next, we had. Uh, this began our horrible 4 o'clock window of games. We took the Jets, getting 10.5. They didn't score a single point. Thank you, Zach Wilson. You're awesome. Um, Denver just beat them up. That's all I got to say. I don't really want to talk about this game. I don't want to pick the Jets anymore. <laughs> it's really that. <laughs> I had a gut feeling, and you know, I got to go against my gut from now on. Yes, yes. So, um, uh, Ra- Next, we took the Raiders. They-, they choked this one away, but they had the game in their hands, hand easily. They let Miami creep back into it, and they end up winning by a field goal. A given three and a half, so we take that .5 point loss, which is always fun. Those are my favorite ways to lose. Um, yeah, I don't know. That just sucked. That game, the ending of that game was heartbreaking for us, so. Every game is heartbreaking for me. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay, we picked them. It basically was a pick um, immediately, like once Sunday, once this game started and I realized the Rams were at home, we should have taken the Rams because they're at home in a pick 'em. And, it's, and yeah. if it's a pick 'em, I just feel more comfortable taking the home team. And uh, they kind of rolled. Matt Stafford looked really, really good. I've been saying so, that for so, years Matt Stafford is a very good quarterback. He was just on a not great team. Yeah, he was in Detroit, and anybody who knows anything about football knows how miserable it is to play in Detroit. So. Yeah. Detroit had two of the greatest athletes in football retire early, Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, just because they were stuck in Detroit. So <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know right there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then next, you know, Seattle. Uh, not really, I did not think Minnesota was as good as Minnesota is. But I do recall saying on the pod last week that Minnesota's offense has been good for two weeks, and they showed it, and Seattle didn't. That's the thing. Russell Wilson just isn't the same as he used to be. His consistency is just down the drain. He'll have one great, outstanding game. You think he's going to be like he was two years ago again. And now it's just like every other game he plays well. Yeah, I don't want to say it's just on Russ. I mean, he didn't do what he needed to do, but that defense—they couldn't stop Minnesota at all. Kirk Cousins was looking really good through the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, I, everyone just shits on Cousins. I don't, I don't know why. I'll tell you why, man. Because Kirk Cousins is that the classic third and ten, he has an eight-yard pass, and you got a punt on fourth and two. Like that's why people hate on Kirk Cousins because that's the reputation he's built up. But I don't know is how that, is that his fault or is that the coaching? Uh, I don't know. I mean, part I, it was probably a little bit of both, but I it, Kirk Cousins doesn't help his case. That's all I'll say. Um, but there, this no. year, this this year, this year he has been so far. He's been, you know, I mean. The team's – the defense isn't great. They've been in a lot of, uh, you know, close, tough games. But against Seattle, who doesn't have a good defense. He did what he was supposed to do, put up the points he needed to. So, and especially without Dalvin Cook with him. Yeah, Madison looked good. He always – Madison always looks good when Cook doesn't play. So, I mean, they got yeah, two good he's a solid Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a solid backup. They just don't – they literally don't use him when Cook's healthy. They're just like, yeah, we're good. We got Dalvin. So – would you ever use someone other than Dalvin Cook if he's healthy? Probably not, no. <laughs> Dalvin <laughs> Cook. He's Dalvin Cook. So, moving on to the, the Sunday night game. Um, this was my gut check. I, my gut was telling me to pick the Niners. Um, I'm happy I didn't listen to it because this was a really, really close game. Um, the Niners almost did what I wanted them to do, which was win on the field but have the Green Bay cover. But they gave that bad man Aaron Rodgers thirty-seven seconds, and he marched down the field, made it look probably the easiest I've seen a thirty-seven-second drive look ever, and uh, marched out Mason Crosby for the game a field goal. And uh, I mean, that's what happens when you give in my opinion, like the third-best quarterback of our generation, thirty seconds. Yeah. He made it look so easy, man. Like That's just who he is. He's been doing this for how long? It's just another day for him. And I don't know if it's just... I, I don't know if it's a Niner fan in me or if I've just seen it happen in football in general so many times. But when we kicked that field goal... or Sorry, when we scored that touchdown with 37 seconds left, I just was like, oh, no. You gave him too much time. Like You got to give it... If he had 10 seconds, 12 seconds... That you're not—that's okay. Thirty-seven seconds is at least three or four plays, and that's uh, that's all he needs. As so, a Giants fan, I know your pain. So yeah, it was just the icing on the cake of a very heartbreaking day. It was a really great day, great Sunday, but just some unfortunate things mixed in with that a uh, great Sunday. So you know, <laughs> Giants lost, Niners lost sucks for us. Well, you got to get used to it sometime, right? Yeah, true, true. But um, Green Bay, you know, they took us, put us one game under 500 for the week going into Monday, and then Dallas rolled Philly on Monday night and, uh, you know, got us to 500 for the week. All right, well, at least we uh, stayed over 500 through three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, thanks to our a good week one, because week two and week three, we've literally been exactly at 500. We um, can't seem to uh, get back to our week one winning ways. We're just I mean, like, stagnant. We're currently 25 and 23. And I think, what is it, first place is 30 and 18. We're only five games back, just plenty of weeks left to play. We can yeah. come back there. Yeah, that's. That ain't bad at all, man. That's that's solid. So, I, think, uh, I think we just going to start. I think not talking last week affected us a little bit. So I, I hope, you know, being able to get on this week and talk through these week four picks. I, I feel good, man. I think we'll be all right. Yeah. I'm optimistic about this week. Yeah, me too. I uh, haven't looked at the games. I don't know the spreads, but. Well, no, you're in for a doozy. Oh, I can't wait. But um, but yeah. So I think that's gonna do it for the week three recap. Um, all right. So now we're gonna get into our week four picks. And uh, Jordy's gonna give us the picks. I have not looked at any of the lines this week. I want it to be a total surprise. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything goes well. So, but yeah, Jordy. So what's the first game we got? So we got. Good old Thursday night football coming up. And we have uh, the Bengals minus seven and a half to Jacksonville. Bengals minus seven and a half to Jacksonville. Yes, sir. Hmm. What are you thinking for this one? Well, I'm thinking barring another field goal return for a touchdown. I think Cincinnati's got this in the bag. I don't think Jacksonville's defense has enough stopping power to hold up, hold back that Bengals offense. Yeah, I think I'm with you on this one, man. I, it's one of those games. This might not be a good Thursday night game. This might be a blowout. Um, and like you said before, you know, Bengals defense has been showing up these past couple of weeks, and Jacksonville put pressure on Trevor Lawrence. They really can't do anything. Yeah, that's true. And the game's in. It looks like the game's in Um, Cincinnati, too. Yeah, yes, it is. I think it's – I honestly think Cincinnati's going to roll, especially after they handled Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's got a better defense than Jackson. Oh, 100%. Like I said, there's not many defenses in this league right now that can stop that offense when it's at 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> so uh, we're good with that one. Yep. Coming on Sunday now, Washington football team minus one and a half to Atlanta. What are your thoughts on that? The football team is minus one and a half to Atlanta. I mean, I like, just based off that, I like the football team. Um, I mean, I'm there with you. I think football team is a better team than Atlanta. They both beat the Giants. Just football team beat them by more. But do you think the Giants' defense is better than Washington's defense? When it's healthy, yes. This could be one of those games. Like Atlanta got a win last week. Yeah, they didn't look great. But maybe they get rolling now. Like I don't. I don't. Atlanta's a tough team for me. To like. I think they suck. I really do. I do too. But I, I don't know. I mean, so, both these teams are only winners against New York. <laughs> yeah, and both teams won on a last-minute field goal against New York. So it's not like either team was convincing in their with victory against the Giants. So, the Giants always lose like that. So yeah. So it's so like, put up more points? I mean, the football team put up more points. They put up a twenty-something. I'm not exactly sure the final score. I know um, Falcons only put up 17, but against a banged-up Giants. Who are you talking about? The Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. I mean, they lost three three of their key players, um, and they still only put up 17. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I I think the football team is going to win. Where's the game? Is it in Atlanta? It's in Atlanta, yes. I think Atlanta plays really bad in Atlanta, I feel like. I think Atlanta plays really bad everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not ready to take Atlanta, so I'll take the football team. That's what I like. This, I really want to know what your opinion is, because... This is a toss-up for me. Buffalo, minus 16 and a half to uh, the Texans. 16 and a half? Yep. Week four, and there's already just 16 point spread. 16 and a half. <laughs> All right. 16 and a half? Oh, man. I know they beat. Football team by 20 something. like As I was saying before, it's whether or not the Josh Allen we know and love shows up. I almost. I hate taking big lines like this. Like I do too, but I'd rather, Houston... I'd rather take Houston and let him get blown out by 60. And take Buffalo, and then it'd be a, a one-possession game. You know what I mean? Like, All right, 16-and-a-half is, take, take like, Houston, what? get in the 16-and-a-half. You know, they're supposed to get blown out. Like, yeah, and, the like 16-and-a-half is at minimum three scores. Oh, four score? Nah, three. Yeah, they'd have to, they have to literally win by 17 points. Like, they two touchdowns yeah. and a field goal. It's it's that, it's a massive spread, man. Like that, it's almost. I don't think Houston's defense is that bad. I don't think Houston's that. Like, I mean, they looked really bad um, in the first half, but they put together some two-minute drill drives. Like, they looked they looked competent by the end of that game. I mean, it was Davis Mills' first NFL action ever. So I mean, like, it's only going to get better from there. Yeah. I... Like he can't can't get worse. He played really terribly in the first half, so it's just so gotta get got those Brandon first Cooks. half jitters out. Brandon Cooks had a really good fucking day too last put, week. They've been putting up points, man, too. It's not like they just lay down and get rolled over they're not the Jets, you know? Yeah. If this was the Jets getting 16 and a half, I would take whoever's playing the Jets, so <laughs> Houston's actually looked like a football team this year. I mean, not a great one, but at least, you know, it looks like they belong in the NFL. I feel like the Jets look like they belong, I don't know, on a Pop Warner field or something. I was going to say, not even in college. No. would be no. lucky if they looked like a high school team. I think Alabama would take that team out back and beat the shit out of them. UConn would give them a run for their money. <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah, like, it's, the Jets aren't good. Um, no. No. But I think for this, as much as I want to take Buffalo, I don't want to give 16.5 to anybody. I, I agree with you. Like, I do like Buffalo winning that game that might win by 21. But at the same time, the safe bet is with the points. Yeah, and I like, you know, we're going to take underdogs at some point, and I like a 16.5 point underdog. I feel like that's a safer safer play. Yeah. Could be wrong. They could get beat by 700, but I don't know, so. Yeah, we don't need to go perfect. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go with Houston there. I like that. Up next, we got Chicago. Minus three and a half to Detroit with Chicago at home. Chicago's giving points. Yes. I mean, look at it this way. They're playing a team that's 0-3. Yeah, I don't care. Detroit's been competitive in all three of those games. Oh, I, bl- I agree. I wrote down my picks before I got onto this, and I had Detroit. I mean, for me, this, this does heavily depend on who's playing quarterback for Chicago. I think they have a better shot with Andy Dalton. I think if Fields or Dalton's playing quarterback, I think we can take Detroit. I think if Nick Foles is playing quarterback. Nah, if anybody's playing, I think we just take Detroit here. I I, I think I I think Detroit's the best bet here. I I just can't see they've covered two, they've covered two out of three weeks. Detroit has. Um, I feel like this this game they might actually win. I mean, they have the potential to do it. I mean, Jared Jared Goff hasn't looked terrible. I was just about to say he's actually looking pretty good this year. Swift's a beast. Hawkinson's a monster, so they got they got a couple of those guys looking decent for them. They're not Chicago. Like name one thing they got going for them. I don't know what it is. Um, they're at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe that's the one that's thing it. they got going for them. That's it. I guess you're right. Yeah, I like Detroit there. Okay. this next one might be a little tough this is gonna take some thinking we got Dallas minus five and a half to Carolina oh man Carolina's looking great so far so is Dallas their only losses against the Bucks. yeah this is Carolina's first full game without CMC We're going to find out out how good Darnold and this kid Chuba Hubbard actually are. Carolina's defense has looked like one of the best defenses in football. No, I was thinking that. It's like, has Dallas even really played a team that has a defense yet? I mean, supposedly the Bucs, but they've... They haven't looked great. They've been giving up points left and right all year. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers' defense is decent. Um, They put 20 on them. And Philly, I don't really know what to make of Philly, honestly. I think Philly's problem is more their offense than anything else. They don't have that big guy that you can trust. Yeah, Philadelphia's progressively gotten worse and worse. I mean... You can argue they looked better against Dallas than they did against the Niners, but I don't know. It wasn't... Dallas basically won that game. That game was over early, you know? Yeah. Dallas has given five and a half, though. Yeah, so at least two field goals or a touchdown. I don't know. There's something telling me that Carolina's defense can stop the Cowboys. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, That's what I'm saying. If it it comes down to a field goal, it comes down to even five points. Yeah, I'm with you. I I genuinely, I mean, this is like, got to look at it. We gotta base it off of what we've seen, and I think Carolina's I, defense looks better than, but da- ah, I don't know. Dallas's defense has looked look solid. Like, it's a tough game. Okay, Dallas's defense has looked solid. Solid. Who have they? Who have they played so far to make their defense look good? They played the Chargers, who have a really good offense. Okay, yeah. And they played the Bucks, who have a really good offense. And then Philly, I mean... How many points did they give up to the Bucs? That was a shootout the whole game. Yeah, and they only gave up 17 to the Chargers. And uh, the Chargers just beat up the Chiefs last week. Chiefs have no defense. That doesn't count. No, happen. they don't. But that's, that maybe that's a maybe that's a tip of the hat to how good Cowboys defense is. This is true. But how many points did on. Dallas put up against the Chargers? Only 20. It was a 20-17 to 17 game. It was close. And Carolina's defense is better than the Chargers' defense, so you don't think they can keep it close? No, I do. I do think – I just. I'm, what I'm worried about is the, how, how Carolina's offense is going to look without CMC. They, yeah, they look decent um, against Houston in the second half, but that's against Houston. I think Dallas is, you know, a much more – Dallas is going to be putting the pressure on them more than Houston's offense was. The only thing going good for Carolina here is that DeMarcus Lawrence isn't playing, so that's going to help them a little bit on their offensive end without CMC. Uh, you know, man, I think I'm going to use I want to use my gut check on this game.
1: My All gut's right. telling me
0: to take the Cowboys, so I think we should take the Panthers. All right, we can do that. I like that pick because I I personally like the Panthers here. Yeah, I I did at first, but something's telling me, you know, go Cowboys and some, same thing that told me last week about the Niners, so and they lost, so And you're doing Carolina. better with your gut checks than me, so Yeah. We'll uh we'll Carolina we'll see how it plays out for us. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know, the gut check is just simply I said, my gut's telling me to pick a team, so we check the gut, and we pick the other team, you know? Yeah, I should again. have done that with the Jets last week for me. Yes, yes, definitely should have done that with the Jets last week. But hey, we didn't talk, so we live and learn from that. <laughs> should have knocked some sense into me. <laughs> Hopefully the Jets did enough of that last week for you going forward. Yeah, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> We shall. shall. What do we got next? Up next, we got Miami minus one and a half to Indy. Oh, this is a game that I feel bad for anybody whose local network forces them to watch this game. I don't know. It might be a good defensive game because there is no offense. It might be a good snooze fest. Yeah, for sure. Um, Or it could totally shock me and... No, there's not gonna shock me. These offenses aren't gonna be good. No, um, no. Who do you like here? Personally. I like the Colts. Are they getting they're getting points here? Yeah, only one and a half, but I still like them. I think they can beat Because who's gonna be a starting quarterback for Miami? Uh, I think Brissett again. I think two yeah, two is on IR so he's out for yeah. three weeks. So percent, I mean, he's not bad, but the you way they call. run the offense, the way they run the offense in Miami, does not cater to his skill set. Until they can actually work that out, I don't think he's going to do anything. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, yeah, I don't think they're. I just don't like Miami right now. I I like the rookie Jalen Waddle, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't like anybody on the Colts, though, but I think the Colts' defense is better than Miami's, D. So. You don't like the Colts? No, nah, I don't. I don't like anywhere Carson Wentz goes. I'm just over um, awesome. I don't think he's good. He could have been, but I think he's just been too injured. I think he's done. But maybe I'm wrong. Hey, as long as he's healthy, he's good. But I think – He only plays as bad as he does because there's Nick Foles looking right behind him. Yeah, it could be, could be. When he doesn't have that pressure. Maybe he's felt pressured having someone like Nick Foles play behind him, so he was having those. I don't know. But. Yeah. I think we'll take the Colts here, man. You like the Colts. I do. I like getting getting a point and a half. I don't trust Miami, so. I haven't seen anything from Miami yet to make me say, oh, wow, they look good. Nope, me neither. All right, Yeah, we'll take Miami there. Now we're coming up to Cleveland minus one and a half to Minnesota. Oh, boy. That's that's a small line for that game. Yeah, it's because of how well Minnesota played last week. Yeah, against Seattle, that's Cleveland one and a half. Who's home? Uh, Minnesota. And, huh. Landry's on IR, so he won't be playing. Odell, it'll be his second week back. Running backs still look like they're a problem for Cleveland. Akers looks... He looks like Baker. Um, I think what this game comes down to is whether or not Devin Cook is going to play. It's, yeah. I I don't know. This game, I just feel like Cleveland has a better defense. That's oh, I, defense. I 100% agree with that. But, um, and, the, and if you got uh, Minnesota's only win coming against Seattle that really doesn't have a defense... Yeah, that's what I mean. And But they should have beat Arizona. They missed that field goal to win the game. I mean, Arizona's um, defense isn't the best either, so. And I think they only lost by a couple of points in week one. So uh, Minnesota's been in three close games. Yeah, or but. Two I... close games, and then they beat up Seattle. This is tough. I think I like Cleveland. Oh, I'm liking Cleveland too. I just think they're just the superior team, to be completely honest. Yeah, I. And
1: when Dalvin you have two Cook's, running
0: backs like they do, like it's hard to stop both of them. They're, you got fresh legs in for every play, pretty much. Yeah, and I think if Dalvin Cook's playing, maybe we revisit it on Sunday and we talk about it for a couple minutes. But I don't. I don't think I don't think Cleveland's gonna lose the game, and they only no. got to only got to win by two. So I I think everything's telling me to pick Cleveland, unless Dalvin yeah, Cook is playing, and then maybe we look second look and rethink it. But I, I really don't. I just can't see. I don't see Cleveland losing the game. So that, and with the line being so small, I almost feel like we gotta take Cleveland. That's just me though. Yeah, uh, with a spread like that, it's pretty much who's going to win. And I think Cleveland will win by more than one. Yeah, I do too. Yep, so that's – I guess that settles that. Next game coming up. I already know who we're going to take, but we've got New Orleans minus seven and a half to the Giants. Oh. Who's home? New Orleans. Yeah, I think you got to take New Orleans. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be their first time. Um, I think this uh, they're actually their first game this year in New Orleans, too. Cause I think oh, yeah, right, because they played in, what, somewhere in they Florida playing in, before. I think they played in Jacksonville or somewhere around there. Yeah, I think so. And when they come back to New Orleans, they're always ready to go. So, I. I and it's not that big of a line. And I'm pretty and sure Shepard suck. and Slayton are still out. Shepard might play. I think Slayton's definitely out. I think Shepard's going to play, but even if he does play, it's going to be limited targets because of his injury. Yeah, I uh, I just don't want to pick against the Saints' first game back in New Orleans. I, remember uh, I don't want to I don't want to pick for the Giants. I'm not off the Giants totally. They it was close last week. They didn't get blown out, so we still got to watch the lines for them. Yeah, they're course, also playing but a team that's really bad. Yeah, I uh, I think this week definitely something. Yeah. Up next, we got Tennessee minus seven and a half to the Jets. We don't need to talk about that one. Nope. no, we do not. <laughs> Where is the game? Just for is it New it's York? in uh, New York, well, New Jersey, but same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in New Jersey. Okay, doesn't make me change anything. I was just curious. Home yeah, Tennessee, all the way. Now we got KC minus seven and a half to Philly. Wait, hold up! Time out! Time out! Time out! Time out! Okay, Denver. Was given ten and a half to the Jets last week. Tennessee's only giving seven and a half to the Jets this week. Yeah, dude, you didn't know Denver's a better team than Tennessee. They have a better record. <laughs> they have a better record. But did they have a better record coming into last week? I mean, Denver was two and zero. Tennessee was one and one. Oh, were they? I don't remember. Yeah. So I mean, I, I just that that's funny. I. Tennessee is going to probably beat the Jets, like, 35-0. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> it's gonna it's not going to be a game. They, no, no. The Jets should just forfeit. I feel bad for uh, people who work at um, MetLife. They're going to have to clean out two weeks in a row of people's tears. <laughs> you know what I just thought of? What's that? So if a team's got a forfeit due to COVID, How's the point spread work? That's a great point. I mean, I guess it would be 0-0. Zero, zero, so, let's remind us that way. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Unless a forfeit negates it and then the other team just wins by default. I actually don't know how that works betting-wise. I hope it just other team wins by default. because That's how it should be because yeah. you're not even competing. Exactly. But I'm not sure, so that's a good thing. Hopefully it doesn't happen. We don't find out. Oh, yeah. I I don't want it to happen. I just thought of it. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And just look at a team and be like, yeah, you guys are beat. And then everybody's bet on them. Just fuck you. Hmm. All right, so, uh, yeah. Now we got KC minus seven and a half to Philly. Philly's at home. KC is looking like ass. KC's minus seven and a half to Philly. Philly's at home. Oh, oh, my God. This, this one's tough, man. I don't – what do you feel about this one? Like, like, I'm really thinking KC, but I do like Philly. I feel like we picked KC three weeks in a row. I feel like we should just continue to run with them until they win, until they cover <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like picking Philly here. I mean, yeah, they're home. Some Maybe. But I think KC is better than Dallas. You think that? I, yeah, I do. I think offensively, yes. Defensively, I'm not so sure about that. I think if Kansas City played Dallas, Kansas City would win by at least two touchdowns. Well, okay, we could take I Casey. <laughs> I don't know if they play this year, but I hope it happens. so I can test that. But and if I don't, they don't, they'll play in the playoffs. I just don't feel Maybe. comfortable taking Philly after I'm getting Molly by Dallas. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good thought. And I think Casey coming off a loss is going to be like. What like, the fuck are we doing? Yeah, like what are we? It might be a wake up call. So hopefully it is. And they just found Josh Gordon, so. All right. I mean, he's going to play at least this week, so that's what matters. I don't even – to me, that's not even news, man. Like, until that guy does anything of no, who cares? He's a great receiver. He just can't He stay. was a great receiver ten years ago. But All right, well, hasn't... now how do you know he's a re- He's not still a great receiver? He's only played two games every year. I don't. But how do you know he is a great receiver? Still, you okay, don't. Nothing has told so, me otherwise. I mean, fair. That's that's a innocent until point. proven guilty, right? All right. That's the pol- political route you want to take. I'm fine. And he's been proven guilty a lot of times, but not about how good he is at football. <laughs> he's the John Jones of the NFL. <laughs> he really is. You Root for the guy. You think he's going to do good? He's on this way back. Yep. I, I hope it's not the case because I like Josh Gordon. I think he's really really good. I do too. You, you just gotta you gotta prove it to me, man. Yeah, I know you like Josh Gordon. I traded you him one year. Yeah, I was one of the worst trades ever made. But <laughs> what do yeah, you so need to live and learn. Yeah. So like we're liking KC there. We got the Raiders, no, not the Raiders, the Rams, minus five and a half to Arizona. Both undefeated teams. It's going to be a good fucking game. Rams-Arizona, that's a divisional game, too. Big, big game. going to ruin hard for somebody to lose this game. (laughs) I think the Rams are going to take it. But if it's going to be, five, but if it's five and a half, I don't know. That's going to be tough. Game's in Arizona. Uh, no, it's in Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah, I uh, think we should take the Rams. Um, I don't think Arizona has come across a team with a good defense as the Rams have, so it's, what they do probably won't work against them. My whole thing with Arizona is if they do some stuff like they did in the first half against Jacksonville, against the Rams, they're not going to be in the game to come back. Like, the Rams' no. defense is not – the Rams' defense is significantly better than Jacksonville's. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona almost – they should have lost to Minnesota week two. Like, Prater – or not Prater. Um, I don't know the kicker for Minnesota's name, but he missed a kick. Yeah. And that's Arizona wins by a point, you know. So it's not like, you know, they could they could be, they could easily be zero and two. You know, they they got lucky. That Jacksonville has no defense and just literally said here to come back into this game last week. Yeah. So I mean, I, and it's a division game, and I think the Rams right now are the team to beat in football, not just. Like, they're just good. Their defense is really good. Matt Stafford looks just perfect in that offense. Yeah, that it's like that whole fucking scheme is just made for him. Yeah, I wish I would throw the ball to Robert Woods a little bit more. Um, but, <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I have no complaints with that offense. So yeah, yeah, uh, and it's you know it's only it's under a touchdown like. I feel like the Rams should easily win that game by at least a touchdown. So. Could just be two field goals too. I yeah, it's only five and a half. Yeah, easily. So yeah, I feel comfortable taking the Rams. This next one's for you. You got San Fran minus three and a half to Seattle. Oh, wow, both all four teams are playing in the division this week. Don't hate me, but I like Seattle. Why do you like Seattle? Well, The way San Fran's banged up offensively and defensively, I don't think it's going to be that tough of a game for Seattle. And it's three and a half, so as long as they don't lose by more than a field goal, I think they got it. I mean... I don't want to be too much of a Niner homer here, man, but, like, Seattle just got beat by freaking Minnesota, like. So? We got beat by Green Bay, like. Green Bay's a totally different, I don't know. Green Bay has a defense, we should have won that game, but we gave Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds. Okay, and if you did win that game, how much would you have won by? Yeah, they wouldn't have covered, but I think – like, I don't – Seattle's not stopping us from scoring. Like – Are you sure about that? What evidence do you have that Seattle's defense is going to stop anybody from scoring? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They gave up (laughs) 20-something to the Colts, like, week one. I mean, yeah, they put up 38, so they, they won easily. Seattle, we know can score, but yeah, and so can San Fran. Stop the Seattle's from scoring. I trust San Fran's defense more than I trust Seattle. No, after you just tell me to drop them because they're trash. I, they're not that. They're not a top twelve <laughs> defense, but I, I think their secondary is also banged up. The Niners too, like their front seven still solid. Nick Bosa is a beast. And, down down and the deep, secondary so is what's important when you got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf being just running down the field. I mean, yeah, but if you're if you're front seven second putting Russ on his back the whole day, he's not throwing the ball deep. He doesn't have time to. So I don't know. I don't I don't like to pick in Seattle. But if you like them, You don't like picking Seattle? No, I mean I don't think well, the lines three and a half, so the Niners would have to what, you can buy a field goal to cover. Win more than a field goal. Yeah, but like for the Niners to win on the field in Seattle cover, they have to buy a field goal. Yeah. Hey, I we mean, can take San Fran, but if, if you're wrong, you owe me a beer. I'm fine with that. I'll owe you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just, I don't like, I don't like, I don't feel calm. All right. Where's the game in Seattle? No. In San Fran? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep it. All right. We'll take San Fran just for you. Thank you. I think this is like the only the second time we've taken him. I don't know. I don't remember that long ago. I know we took him week one and they covered by half a point. Yes, I do remember that. I don't remember if we took them week two, and then I know we took Green Bay over them last week. Well, we're taking them this week. True. So up next, now we got Denver minus one and a half to Baltimore. Now this is a tough one. I don't. I honestly have no clue about this game. It depends on what Baltimore team shows up. I like Baltimore in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I. uh... This is Denver's first real test. They played three nobodies. They played the Jets, the Giants, and I don't even remember who the third team was. Yeah, neither do I. Nobody could though. Um. Yeah. I. I uh, mean, I. I. I I like Baltimore here, but I don't know how much I like them. That's the thing. But if you like Baltimore, I'll, I can go with it. I, yeah, I feel pretty confident Baltimore should win this game, honestly. All right, I like that. And if Denver wins this game, then I think they're actually legit. Yeah, they, they deserve that, what, 10.5 point spread against the Jets? Yeah, we'll have to actually start putting respect on Denver's name if they win this game. But Yeah. I don't know. I like Baltimore. I feel like Lamar, yeah, I think he was sick or something last week, so I think he's going to bounce back. Yeah. And, hey, they still won the game last week, so. Yeah, they did. They did win. They just didn't cover. All we need for them to do is win this time. Oh, right. yeah. Baltimore seems good to me. So, yeah. Um, Green Bay and Pittsburgh. What were you thinking here? I, I was thinking Pittsburgh solely on their defense. I mean, not that Green Bay has a terrible offense. It's just I don't think they played that good of a defense. Yeah, I just... I don't know, man. I don't... Pittsburgh's offense has been bad. Has it, though? Yeah, it, it has. They Ben doesn't look good. Um, yeah, but Najee Harris is starting to look like something. That's true. I mean... because Green Bay's 2 wins came against 2 the Niners and uh, Detroit. Okay. Niners with a banged up defense in Detroit. Yeah, and they got absolutely killed by uh, the Saints. Yes. But that was that was yeah. probably an anomaly. I don't think yeah. that will happen. That was probably just dumb luck. I agree with that. That was Aaron Rodgers hadn't been with the team all year and there was some rust they had to get out. But Yeah, that is true. But so six and a half points against one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, but Cincinnati just beat him by six. True, that's a good point. Like I Cincinnati's not better than Green Bay. No, they're not. As much, as much as I like the Bengals right now, I, I like Green Bay more. I think Cincinnati might have a better defense, or at least a defense that's showing up. I agree with that. I think Cincinnati's defense is better than Green Bay's, but I don't think it's, like, tiers better. I think it's just a no. little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. This is a tough game, I think. Green Bay pulled out a tough one against San Fran. I, I mean, if you like the points, we could take Pittsburgh. I don't mind that. I think it's like like think you Green said, he's gonna win the game, but I don't mind the points. The only reason why Green Bay won last week against the Niners is because the Niners choked. I mean, it gave him thirty-seven seconds, man. Like it's not like that's that's really not a lot of time. No, that's what I mean. Like he just. Did Aaron, he won Aaron Rodgers on us. Like, what are you going to do? Stop him. We tried. Yeah, and you suck. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure Deontay Johnson is going to be back for Pittsburgh this week, too. Yeah, Juju's not playing, though. That yeah, it could help him. Good. Like I said, I don't mind taking Pittsburgh getting the points. It's uh, I, I like Green Bay to win the game, but... Five, That's what I'm right. saying. Six and a half points. Oh, no. oh. yeah, six and a half points.
1: Six. That's
0: eight. a decent amount of points. Yeah. right. I'm cool with the. I'm cool with taking Pittsburgh. I like that. Yeah. This next game, I don't think it's going to be anywhere close. With uh, Tampa minus six and a half to New England. This is a tough one. Yeah. How tough. It's just cuz it's Tom's first game against New England. So you don't think he's just going to show up and blow the lights out? I yeah, I do, but part of me is scared he won't. I well, I see no reason why he wouldn't. Okay. Even, I mean, even if it wasn't his first game back, that this bucket, this Bucks team is just on yeah, a whole different, different other level than New England. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, yeah, let's not spend too much time. It's got to be Tampa. Yeah. And then this next one, Monday night, is going to be a close one again. We got Chargers minus three and a half to Vegas. Oh, that's a good game on Monday night. Yeah. Oh, they treated us on Monday night. Yeah, we got a good game Monday for once. Wow, I don't know who to pick in that game. I know who I like. Who do you like? I like Vegas. I like the Raiders. Derek Carr's doing really well this year. And his number one receiver of Darren Waller. And, you know, they got a nice uh, little slot receiver of uh, Hunter Renfro. (laughs) Your guy, Hunter Renfro. Oh, man. I... I don't know, man. I the Chargers have they beat? They just beat KC. They got Okay, but we've been saying this the whole time. KC's got no defense. That's true. And the Raiders would beat Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. I think so. Yeah. Listen, I think we picked the Raiders every week. We should probably stick with them until they prove us wrong, right? I mean, they, they gave us an L this past week. Did they? Yeah, they freaking almost choked the game away against Jacoby Brissett. In the- oh, was- yeah. And like- yeah. That was without Josh Jacobs. Yeah, but we don't know if he's going to play this week. Yeah, it's looking like he's going to. <sighs> What's the line in this? Raiders are getting three and a half. Yeah. I mean, if you like the Chargers, we could take the Chargers. I I think I this, is, this is going to be a tough call. I don't think I like the Chargers enough to take them. I'm just, uh, it's a tough game. I could totally see this coming down to a field goal. And if it comes down to a field goal, either way, we win. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm I'm leaning Raiders. I I I like the Raiders. Alright. I just and like that team. And then we get your favorite part of the, the breakdown here, man. Oh yeah. Oh, how'd I do last week? I don't even remember. Oh, let me see here. Um so you know the final score of the game? Um, uh, no but I could look. It's going to take a little bit. That's fine. Oh, yeah, Dallas rolled Philly. It was like 40-something. 41 to 21. So 62. 62, yeah. So you said 53, and I only said 49. So you were closer again. 53 is not a bad one either. You said 28-25 was 53 being the thing. Yeah. Well, I gave the Eagles a lot of credit. We both gave the Eagles more credit than they deserved. Yeah. For this one, though, I I think... I personally like... I lost you. What'd you say? I said I think I like 27 to 24 with a total of 51. 27 to 24, a total of 51. I like that. It's a little weird, but I feel like it's, you know, possible. I think I think it's going to be a little more high scoring than that. Okay. Thinking more like a 31 20 31 28. I like that. was so that 59? Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll just go, you know, take 55. Yeah, I, I mean, I like that. I mean, I like the field goal. Actually, no, go at yours. Put yours down, Thirty-one twenty-eight. 31, 28 31 59. Yeah, the game's what? been a little high-scoring especially prime time games lately. Yeah. So I, I like that. Definitely interesting to see who's going to come closer, but you yeah, know this, regardless it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close and good game. Definitely. I know Yeah. Definitely think uh might might be the game of the week. I, it's hard to pinpoint, but with those two schedule or with those two records and those two teams being as exciting as they have been to start the year off, I'm really excited for that Monday night game. Oh yeah, me too. But yeah, I think that's that pretty much does it for week four picks. Um, looks like it's gonna be a good week, man. I, uh, I'm happy we were able to get on and actually talk about it this week. You know, we're not running into it blind. Yeah, that definitely makes things – it makes me a little more confident going into the week. Yeah, I just – at least if we mess up, we know it's on both of us and not just because we weren't on the same page, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the hardest part about last week because we just didn't really get to – like games we were both on the fence for, we didn't get to talk through, so. Yeah. The the other thing I really want to go into this week into the pod was, um, you know, I've been, uh, we don't get into too much fantasy here, um, but the past week's been, uh, I just want to go off on a little bit of a, a rant, trading, trading in fantasy football. It's a thing, guys. You got to do it. It's a real thing, guys. And And, and hear me out. If your team's three and zero, if your team's two and one, you know you got a good solid team. I totally. Well, you still want to make it better. I, yes, you do. But I totally understand if you don't want to trade somebody. I get that. But if your team's one and two, or zero and three, there's no reason why you should be in love with your team. Absolutely no reason. One and two, zero and three, that's panic time. It's not hit the hit the gas all the way to the floor, panic time. But it's, you know, I, I got to do something here. So if somebody offers you a trade and you don't like it, I get it. You know, I, I made some guy a trade offer this week. I, it wasn't the best trade offer, but it was fair. I figured, you know, he would come back at me with a counter offer. He countered literally my two best players for his three worst players. Oh, that sounds familiar. And I was just like, you know what, man? Like, and this guy's Owen, I think he's one and two. He's one and two. He doesn't have, I mean, his bench is a bunch of, you know, backup running backs. He's hoping that all of these guys get hurt and he can put these guys in. So why wouldn't you want to make your team better? You're one and two. You haven't won anything all year. You're sitting in, I think, eighth place in the league and you're going to you're going to just backhand the two guys who are trying to make deals with you. And you know, maybe I'm just a little salty, but like just tradings a thing. Do it. Utilize it. Don't don't expect to get the world back for your two bums who haven't put up anything all year. You know, you got to give up something to get something back. Um and, and I'll, I'll just leave it at that because I can go on for about 45 minutes about how dumb people are with the trade offers they make and the trade offers they turn down. And, you know, who who thinks, oh, this guy is going to be a, a fantasy football god. The guy hasn't put up over 10 points, but, you know, the guy's acting like he's Christian McCaffrey and asking for an arm and a leg for the guy. Like, just be realistic. That's all I'm asking. Um I don't know if you got anything to add, but oh no, you hit it on the uh, nail on the head with that one. <laughs> it's like if you, I get it, you don't want to trade your guys, but if you're gonna send a counter offer, send a realistic counter offer, not just some, hey, give me your best guys for my worst guys. What's the even point of doing that? There, there isn't one. That guy's just being an asshole. Um, at that point, like, like yeah, I like I I get it. Not the best trade that I send out, but at least something reasonable in return, if you're even gonna if not, just say no and be done with it. Right. If you don't I'm like I'm not i am not going to give up my first two drip my first round pick and my second round pick for three people with one of them not even playing. Right. If you don't like the trade and, and you don't feel like it warrants a counter offer, then don't send one. But don't send me a disrespectful counter offer because now the whole rest of the year, I don't care what that guy wants or what he needs. I'm not giving him a damn thing. Yeah. So, like, what we're talking about here, this trade that I proposed to the guy, I was going to give up Mike Davids, Jalen Rieger, and Kenyon Drake to get Miles Gaskin and Austin Eckler. Is it the most fair trade? Probably not. But it's not a bad trade. This guy counteroffers me with... Antonio, me giving up Antonio Gibson and Devontae Adams for Miles Gaskin, Antonio Brown, and Allen Robinson. And it's just like (laughs) you almost want to throw your phone when you see some trade come across like that. You're just like, what, what, what are we doing? Like uh, a simple no would be okay, or just don't answer. You know, just decline and that's that. It's like, oh, no, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm good. But, like, I don't understand the whole – I just don't get it, you know. Like, if you don't – and my, my, other, my other point that I really want to hit on the head, hit, you know, just hammer home it. When you're trading a running back or trading for a running back, running backs, especially this year in fantasy – have infinitely more value. A good running back has infinitely more value than a good wide receiver. There's probably 15 to 20 solid wide receivers that you could put in your lineup and they're getting you 15 to 20 fantasy points. There's maybe five five running backs that you could put in your lineup right now that will consistently do that. Yes. Yeah. So if you're if you're trading running backs, you got to understand that you're not getting you're not trading a number one running back for just a number one wide receiver. If you're trading for a number one, if you're trading that running back, you want a wide receiver and a running back. That's going to be able to put in and actually give you fantasy value. You're, if you're trading a running back for a wide receiver straight up, you have to be trading a lower and much lower end running back than the receiver you're getting back or that's, it's never going to equal itself out for you. Like, and guys who are trying to, guys who are hoarding running backs trade those guys like you don't need six running backs on your bench it's never going to help you it's going to hurt you in the long run you you can't play six guys at once at one position so most running backs you can play is three right so i if you got four or five running backs that are fantasy valuable start trading them because i guarantee you if you got five or six running backs that are fantasy valuable you are hurting in other areas of your team. I you just are. Unless you're unless you have a fantasy God team and then you're not trading anyway, so just take everything I'm saying and throw it out the window. Like So that's really it. I just wanted to come on because I've had some and I did have one positive me and one guy we couldn't come to a deal, but we went back and forth three or four times and you know, he was he was telling me, he's like, you know, I value like I like the trade. I just I need a I need a little bit more for the guy I'm giving up. I feel like he's gonna still have a potential to have a really good year. So I don't wanna get ripped off. And I, I understood where he was coming from. It was like, you know, I I was trying to get this guy. I was giving up, you know, a receiver, a starting receiver and um, you know, a, I think a tier two running back Cause this guy didn't have a, like a bench running back. So I was trying to, you know, bolster his bench at running back, give him a receiver. He could put in for this guy. I lose two players who are decent and get one back that I could plug in to be my, you know, my wide receiver one. So, but, um, you know, it's one of those. So, you know, it is possible to have good negotiations and still not get a deal to, you know, but you gotta, you gotta at least put yourself out there and be open and you know n- negotiate. It's not send a trade offer, get a trade offer, send one back. You you gotta, you gotta be able to communicate and say, hey, this is why I'm offering this offer. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what I need. This is what I think you need. This let is the player you. I want. If you don't like these guys, let me know, and I could think of something else. Right. And that's ultimately what it came down to with the guy I was trying to negotiate with who we couldn't come to a deal. He just, he, I didn't have anybody healthy on my bench that he would have taken as an alternate for the guys I was offering. So he was like, dude, your team right now, I just don't see anything that I want. And I was like, all right, man, I understand that. At least you're honest enough to be like, hey, you know, we're trying to get a deal done, but you just don't have the guy I want. I can understand that. That's a realistic. You don't have to like everybody I like and you don't have to like every offer that I, you know what I mean? That's not, you're never going to have that. Like people are going to send shitty offers. You're going to send shitty offers. It's going to happen, but you don't need to, you know, you're never going to get anywhere if you're just sending asshole offers as just, just out of spite. So that's all I really want to say on that. Went a little bit longer on it than I planned, but it's been an interesting week for trades. I'm 0-3 in two leagues, so I'm trying to make some stuff happen. And it was just very difficult. So, uh, that's it. Um, Jordy, got any closing thoughts? No. You you pretty much said everything I would. Alrighty. Well, uh, Except for I'm not 0-3 in two leagues, but... No, no, Jordy's having a little bit of a better year than me, but... 3-0 and in and one and 1-2 and in the other, so... Like I said, a little bit of a better year than me. But um, <laughs> that's uh, that's about it for uh, me this week, Jordy. If you got anything else. No, I'm good to know. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope you enjoy week four in the NFL. Hope the games are great. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.